Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Touched by Horse. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, and I'm here with your host today, Dr. Bethany Pizix. Hi, Bethany. Hi. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm honored. You're in the hot seat. You're the host today. You get, we get to talk all about the important work in the world that you are doing. So um, maybe, maybe give me some backstory. Like, what's your background before we kind of dive into what you do now? Yeah. Well, the short story is um, when I was 13, my uh, I had horses and my parents couldn't afford them. And they mm. sold them while I was at school because of the money. Yeah. And I decided for, because of that moment that I was never going to not be able to have something I loved because of money. And I mm. thought, you know, I'll just do quick exams, do a few fillings and be a dentist and have lots of money. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Um, that's what I did. I became a dentist and, mm. and uh, found myself, you know, building a new building and, and I was in the career for 20 years wow. and I went through some really dark, dark times, struggled mm. with anxiety. Um, is this all there is to life? You know, I felt stuck in the profession. I felt um, stuck in my personal world and I was looking for something else. And I've always been a horsewoman. So mm. I decided I was going to leave dentistry and found Melissa's program touched by a horse, which mm. combines the wisdom of coaching and the, or the wisdom of horses mm -hmm. and the skills of coaching. So I was able to make this a career. Yeah. Do you, before, did you like, what was the significance of Melissa's program, the touched by a horse program? How did that, did that like cast vision for what was possible or like, yeah, how did that well, help you? you know, my two greatest loves in the, in, as a dentist, I hired a coach. Mm -hmm. And my coach changed my world and mm -hmm. my horse was my main coach though. I didn't know it mm -hmm. at the time, but my horse taught me through experiences, what the lessons were I needed to learn huh. while my coach was telling me with words, but they were both powerful together. So what I wanted to do is combine coaching and horses. And I'll never forget it. I Googled coaching horses dead. And I, I didn't think anything would come up and this yeah. horse comes up and no I, way. I'm amazed. I said, no way, this is it, you know, and yeah. did some research and got into the program. So it has totally um, turned into a career that I love with combining everything that turns my, you know, passion on yeah. and coaching and horses. So. That's so good. I love it. Well, tell, tell me about the work you do with dentists. And I know it's not just dentists, but um, what do you see for people who um, come in to work with you? Where are most people struggling? What's the problem when they come to you? Well, actually I created a program that I wished I would have had when I was struggling. And like I said, my main struggle was that I felt stuck and, um, and that can mean many things. I felt stuck having the same arguments with my, with my spouse. I felt stuck. Like I'd fire an employee and hire a new one and I have the same, you know, struggles would come up with leadership. And mm -hmm. I, um, I decided it wasn't the outside world that needed changing. It was me. Yeah. So right. You know, that's when I, I started to to um, get some help. So I'm providing what I wished I would have had when I was a dentist. And you know the main pain points that I work with are feeling feeling stuck. Is this all there is to life? I get up, I go, I fix teeth, I struggle with my team, mm -hmm. I pay my debts, I pay my taxes, and right. I go to bed exhausted with no energy left for myself or my family. And it just goes. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. 
there are options and I'm here to yeah. open those up for people, for dentists who are struggling. It's yeah. especially based on how you sort of told how you got into dentistry, where it's like, I'm going to, I'm money's not going to be an issue for me. And so there's this dream, this vision of like what this business is going to do. And then, like you said, it's Groundhog's Day and it's not at all what the vision was. Uh, yeah. And, and believe me, money was a struggle as a dentist. I was, I built a building and I bought all new equipment. I started my practice with two charts in the drawer. One was my mom. So you wow. talk about money struggles and any yeah. dentist listening, can you relate? You know, yeah, it's right. something I feel like I worked for other people till the end of November. And then I finally got to take the paycheck, you know, for right. what I did in December. And um, wow. it's, 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 it's suffocating for dentists yeah. and, and it's not an easy profession, physically, emotion, emotionally, mentally. And I am, I am committed to bringing the gifts of the horses to this profession and mm. ultimately reducing the deaths by early stress-related cardiovascular disease and suicide. And wow. know, I'm sure you've probably heard that dentists are said to be one of the highest professions in suicide. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty pretty common knowledge. Really? Um, patients is it because of this stuckness or what is it that, why do you think that is? You know, I, it, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, do people go into the profession who are more prone mm. to that or, or mm. does it cause it? And I kind of believe that dentistry is so stressful. Like for me, I wasn't naturally suicidal, that's for sure, but I had some ideations, believe mm. me. Yeah. Um, it's the stress. How many businesses... Um, like where the owner is also the main producer, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that kind of an intense business where you right. have to be there from eight to five. And, and um, so, and emotionally, here's the other thing about dentistry, working next to a patient, patients eight hours a day who would rather be passing a kidney stone <laughs> than be in our chair. And right. they say it out loud. I, any dentist listening, I know you can relate every single day. I hate nothing personal, but I really hate you. I hate being here. Mm. I'd rather be having a child in labor. And wow. there's an open, the limbic system is open. So, which means mm. if I'm angry and you sit next to me, mm. you'll start to feel that anger. Mm. And so anxiety, mm. sitting next to an anxious patient, our blood pressure goes up. Our heart rate increases mm, yeah. to breathe more shallowly and mm. it affects us physically. You know, I did it for 20 years and I, I think I got up just in time for myself physically. Um, yeah. Well, that's the other thing that horses do too, um, is, is just being around them shifts our physiology in a positive yeah. way. I was going to say like so many times we've heard in this show, like how, when you're in the presence of the horse, um, just the, the, even the electromagnetic field, like, what is it? Like the, the vibration from oh, I saw this picture of a horse's heart next to a human's heart the other day on Facebook. Yeah, I saw that. It Did was, you see that? It's the size of a playground kickball. Like it was huge. It's the size of our heart. So the electromagnetic field that's yeah. put out from their heart, which is mm -hmm. very present, very peaceful, very yeah. stabilizing. When we're in that, mm. it's the same thing. Our mm. We are open to that. So it mm -hmm. brings our physiology into more positive, you know, rest and digest. Everything's okay. Take right. a breath, be present. Yeah. And it's opposite of where yeah. dentists work 
and it's you know it's the it's the nature of the profession yeah what so on the other side of that i mean i think when you're stuck when you're stuck uh in the middle of it all it can occur like mm, i don't see any way out like i could go meditate or I could go get a massage or I could do something, but that's a minor relief because tomorrow I got to go back into the whole thing all over again. Do you actually see in working with dentists, they get to another side of their profession where it isn't just a slog? Yeah. And it's, so it's not the work that I do with the horses and dentists is not about changing the profession. It's not about changing what happens in a day it's about changing us and our perceptions and our reactions to it. So we all have things that happened to us when we were kids that showed us how the world is. And we have learned defenses, strategies, you know, don't cry. Um, it's weak. You know, who do you think you are? Money doesn't grow on trees. You're a slob. You'll never make it. You know, those little voices in our heads. So what the horses and I do are help, people to dump those old limiting beliefs in the sand with the horse and the horse is a catalyst to this and move forward in a more positive way so that they can now respond to what's happening around them instead of react and it's in awareness so it's an awareness it's a consciousness until we do our personal work which is what i do with the horses mm -hmm. We don't have a choice. We don't know we have a choice. We always have a choice, just don't know it. Right. And huh. um, so that's the transformation. I have clients. I work with clients. I don't do a lot of single sessions. I, I can, um, but I work with them for six months to a year and a half. Mm -hmm. We individualize their, their coaching based on what they need. Mm -hmm. So that's how I work with them. And, and I have one client who was so stuck and so sad and feeling trapped and just everything was causing her to feel this or that. And now she's, she has choice. She knows she has choice. Sometimes she chooses to react the way she used to, but at least she knows. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so her yeah. life has changed. Her, her practice is more profitable. Imagine the difference in your bottom line as a dentist, if you, are consciously moving through your day instead of being react, reacting, pulled and pushed. It makes a huge right. difference. I think that's part of the place where we feel stuck. Like when you spin so many plates, you know, and you don't, you don't feel like you have choice. You're not at choice anymore. You're just always in a reaction to things that that's the thing that burns, burns you, your energy to the ground and leaves you feeling stuck. I would think. Burns out. And I don't think, I think it's people are getting more and more conscious of this. But up until now, I don't think people knew that they felt stuck, but they're like, well, this is all there is to life. This must uh, be all there is. And it's not, there's so much more. I know, cause I was there, I so get it. I walked it, I still walk it. Mm -hmm. I'm always doing my work. It's a never ending journey. Believe me, we're all on it together. And I'm, yeah. you know, I'm so passionate about helping that get people unstuck. So. Yeah, so good. I love it when people can be engaged in the things they feel called to and still feel like it's, you know, it's a joy to get to do this work. And I think like, to your point, that's a choice. That's a, that's a choice we get to make. But if we're, if we have an old program running the show, you know, mm -hmm. you never, you actually never get to make that choice. 
It's true. And I, and I always tell, you know, I do a lot of speaking on stages and I always tell my audiences, you know, if you're, if, if they hear me speak and, and I, if your heart is pounding and you're afraid of coming in for a session or to find out what this is about, or you don't have time to do it, or you don't have the money, mm-hmm. those are the people that you need to be working with me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. That's the stuck. Yeah. Yeah. If your heart is pounding and you're like, Oh no way, I'm not doing that. Like, this is for you. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. That fear that comes up, but also, you know, I also work with teams and do communication work and camaraderie and, um, hmm. um, you know, team understanding. And, and yeah. so let me tell you a quick story of how the horses work and what hmm. they do. Is that, would that be okay? Yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. Cause I know one of the challenges is to describe what in the world is the horse's role and how did a horse like Dennis and horses, what, like what, Wait, what? you know, you can't bring a horse into the office. Well, you can maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> right. So one time I had a team who they, they were getting a lot of new patients in the office. They'd have one appointment and they would never come back. The, the patient would never come back. So they came to my arena for a team retreat and that was their main goal. They wanted to figure that out. So what I did is set up, I, I had the horse stand as a new patient in their office and I put the horse in a round pen and I gave them some activities to do like, okay, the front desk person, you have to go catch the horse and bring it to the hygiene department. Now the mm-hmm. hygiene department, you have to clean his feet and you have to, and oh no, I actually, I didn't, they couldn't catch it. They had to, the horse had to follow them with no rope. That's what oh, it nice. was. And so in order to do that, you have to be really aligned in your head, heart, and gut, or mm. a horse will not follow. The horse will tell us if <laughs> we're aligned. Anyway, what happened was they were trying to get the horse, you know, through all the departments and that horse ran away. The horse talked to the tail, you know, talk to the tail. And I said, it was this kind of how it feels with a new patient. And <laughs> so there's an absolutely. So we did some work. I did some coaching. We shifted. I helped them, you know, work together as a team and they were actually able to walk that horse with no rope from, from, from each department and, and do what they needed to do, get it over the obstacles or through whatever I had asked them to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, the success, it was so awesome. They, they worked together and it shifted everything because it was an experience. I didn't tell them how to do it. If I would have said, listen, this is what you do with a new patient. When they call, you say this, and then, you know, mm-hmm. they embodied it and they use it. They use it today. They use that camaraderie and that alignment. So That's so amazing. That. Yeah, it's so great. I, I always love like, you know, as humans and um, vibrational beings, like it's just, the reality is like how we show up with somebody else isn't a, it's not a script. It's a, we just can feel, like you said, like the limbic system, right? Where it's open, like you can just feel if somebody's stressed or if somebody's really um, gracious and welcoming. Yes, I call it crap detectors. We all have crap detectors on our heads. <laughs> right. Have you ever walked into an office, like a doctor's office, a dental oh, office, whatever, and you're just like, ooh, something's not, and you may not even know it consciously, right. but I'm not buying anything from this team or this yeah. dentist because they're like, because you can feel the conflict or the uh-huh. whatever's going on in the office. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, sorry, Dennis, it starts with the leader. And yeah. 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 The good news is 
you get to change it if you want to. The bad news is you're the one that has to change it if you want to. <laughs> yeah. And the good news on that is you have a process to help them do that. Like how do people learn more about what you do? If you, since you have this process, then you work with teams and dentists, how do you, how do yeah, they reach out to you? My website, it's, it's braveheartgestaltcoaching.com. Nice. And I'm hoping you're going to print that out because the spelling on Gestalt. Yeah, it'll be in the links in here in the description of the, the episode, but yeah. Yeah, and there's a place where you can sign up for an exploratory call right on the website. All my information is in there. And, and nice. Uh, it'd be awesome to hear from anyone who's feeling, you know, that heart palpitation. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. I think it's, I, there, you know, I think about doctors and people in healthcare caring for people's health, you know, I mean, dental stuff, it has a big impact on the rest of the body. I know like what happens in your mouth really affects the rest of your body. And I think do doctors, dentists that um, create well-being in the mouth is a really important deal for the rest of humanity. And so, you know, like it's important, what you're doing is important. And for you to feel stuck, you shouldn't have to feel stuck. You don't need to feel stuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dentistry is changing so much. You know, the mouth is the gateway to the health of the body. And, you know, even with sleep dentistry, or not, um, you know, working with sleep apnea, snoring, mm -hmm. right? Lives and yeah. oral cancer screenings, all of that. So, but we have to be healthy and whole in yeah. order to serve our patients and our families. So, self care is huge. And that's one mm -hmm. thing that I and my horses teach is self-care. I once had a, a client who came in and that was her issue. Um, she was walking in the round pen with my horse. And I said, what does self-care look like in your life today? And she couldn't come up with one thing. And my horse, my sweet horse, Bella walked over, laid down at her feet and she mm -hmm. started licking her own hoof, which oh. horses don't self-groom. So that was amazing. And then she lays down and breathes deeply. She laid down flat from nose to tail, which is very vulnerable for a horse. Mm -hmm. And she started breathing deeply. And um, mm. so my client burst into tears and she got it. Like that's when she got it. Wow. That's, that's what it looks like. So she was able to be coached and hmm. create a self-care plan that she still uses that today too. Yeah. I got goosebumps. I was, you know, wow, what a story. That's amazing. Yeah, that was a dentist I worked with a few years ago and she's doing amazing. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I think all, all that to say, you know, like you, you got into dentistry for, um, whatever lifestyle you wanted, but also to make a difference. And, um, I love that what, as we're talking here, there, there is this, uh, thing that is possible with helping humans through the gateway, the, you know, the mouth is the gateway of health. Like there's a way to, to step back into the vision of what you had originally when you started your business and you don't have to be stuck. And I think the way out of that is go to uh, braveheartgestaltcoaching.com braveheartgestaltcoaching.com Bethany thank you so much for your time on this episode and the work that you're doing to help dentists and others who feel stuck in life um, it's been an honor thank you I, I appreciate the opportunity thanks Chris